Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. So today we have another Q&A episode. Just a couple of questions that have popped up with clients recently from check-ins. So let's get into it. So the first question was about spot reducing body fat. The actual question was, how do I work on more fat loss on my thighs whilst understanding that you can't spot train? I think that means that you can't spot reduce. You can spot train. You can work on a body part to bring that body part up more uh, by gaining muscle. But I think I get what the person was going for here. So they're correct. Spot reduction uh, in terms of fat loss. Now, unfortunately, you can't spot reduce body fat. So you can't choose where body fat comes off of your body. When you lose body fat, you lose it from all over as opposed to specific areas. This is why when you're losing body fat and when you look in the mirror, it seems to take its time because it's happening so gradually from all over your body that you don't see it or you won't see it day to day. This actually links into something that I posted about earlier this week, which was why using just what you look like in the mirror isn't a great metric of progress. The analogy that I like to use or the example that I like to use are your hair and your nails. You don't see these growing day to day. These things take weeks and even months to grow and for you to notice that they're changing. The same thing happens with fat loss. Day to day you might not notice any changes but that doesn't mean that it's not happening. This is why progress photos are so great because you are increasing the amount of time to compare between them. If you take Uh, progress photos every month or every couple of months then you are much more likely to be able to see any changes that have happened again similar to taking pictures a few months apart of your hair you're much more likely to see the difference whereas if you go by what you see every day then again the changes will be so subtle that you may miss them and this can often lead to people feeling like they're not seeing any progress so it's a bit of a side note I don't want to get too into it because This isn't the original question, but I just wanted to put that point out there. So yeah, you can't spot reduce body fat from specific sections of your body, unfortunately. But what you can do is work on certain areas. And what I mean by that is that if you are strength training, if you are including some form of resistance training, which hopefully you are if fat loss is your goal, then you can work on building muscle in those areas and what that will do is give the appearance of that body part being more toned, which is generally what we go for when we are when we want fat loss. The only downside to this is that building muscle generally takes time. So again, there's nothing that we can do in the short term to really bring those body parts up. The only thing that you can do is work on consistently resistance training to make sure that you are building and maintaining muscle mass and eat in a slight caloric deficit and just be patient, unfortunately, (laughs) is the simple answer. The other thing to add with this is that, unfortunately, the quote-unquote problem areas that people often look at when they look at themselves and that they really want that body fat to come off of, those areas generally are the last areas that body fat comes off of. It's Unfortunate, but it's just the reality. You have to just stay consistent and trust in the process 
and eventually your body fat will come off of those areas. So the second question was, will eating sugar stop me from losing body fat? The simple answer is no. There's nothing about sugar that stops you from losing body fat or makes you gain body fat. As with anything, the only way to increase your body fat levels is to be in a caloric surplus and those calories can come from any food and the only way to lose body fat is to be in a caloric deficit and you can create a caloric deficit by again eating any foods um, to put an extreme example on it if you were to eat nothing but pizza and haribo but you were in a caloric deficit you would lose body fat you wouldn't feel great and you would be missing out on a significant amount of nutrition and you are probably more likely to be hungry, but it would still happen. Similarly, you could eat really good foods, you know, foods that we classify as healthy and nutrient dense like vegetables and olives and good protein sources, uh, whole grain breads, things like that. But you would still gain body fat if by eating those things you were in a caloric surplus. The idea of sugar and body fat stems from what is called the insulin hypothesis, which is the idea that when you eat foods high in sugar, your body releases more insulin and that insulin causes the body to store body fat. However, where this falls down and where this doesn't work is you still need an excess of energy to store as body fat. Because body fat is just a storage of energy. And if you don't have an excess of energy, then there's nothing to store. Insulin is more like a transporter. Um, I'm trying to think of an idea off the top of my head. Think of insulin as a bus, right? You can't take people to a location on a bus if there aren't any people there to take. I don't know how good that analogy is, but hopefully you get the gist. So if your insulin spikes, but you don't have an excess of energy, then you can't store it as body fat. And as we know, body fat storage and gaining body fat, losing body fat happens over the course of weeks and months, not in one single sitting. So the reason why you should probably keep an eye on your sugar intake, however, is because sugar generally isn't too filling. Now, as with anything, right, we're talking about extremes. If we talk about eating pure tablespoons of sugar or sweets, they're not very filling. However, you're probably likely to get bored of these foods before you eat enough of them to cause weight gain. The foods that people tend to look at as being ones that cause body fat gain are the ones that are actually a combination of being high in sugar and fat. These foods create hyperpalatable calorie bombs. So foods that are really, really enjoyable and also very, very high in calories that are really easy to overeat on. And this is a really important distinction to make because it's not the sugar alone. It is the combination of sugar and fat and then therefore the ingestion of super high calories that causes people to have troubles losing body fat or can cause weight gain. Now this isn't to say that we can't include these foods. We just have to be more conscious about including them 
because they generally don't fill us up so much. And again, they're really easy to overeat on. But there's nothing to say that if you are eating whole foods, nutritious foods, you know, getting a good amount of fiber and protein and covering your nutritional bases, that you can't enjoy having these foods in your diet, whether that be day to day or in your regular life, or even when you are on a fat loss phase. Eating these foods in a fat loss phase won't stop you from losing body fat by themselves. They will only stop you from losing body fat if you eat too much of them and therefore end up in a caloric surplus rather than a caloric deficit. So I hope that clarifies that for you. Um, I feel quite strongly about this uh, just because I don't feel like demonizing foods is particularly great. And it's actually the reason why a lot of people struggle with fat loss phases, kind of ironically, really, because they demonize these foods, but they're the foods that they really enjoy. So they typically start off a fat loss phase and then immediately cut out these foods. And at first it's okay because they have the motivation or they are exerting self-control enough where it's not an issue. But a few days in, what typically happens is that they tend to crave these foods. But because they have associated them with being bad, they then start to feel conflicted. They really want these foods, but they think that if they eat them, then they're going to stop losing body fat or they're going to undo their results. And they then feel feelings of guilt and shame around them. But because they are human and because self-control has a limit, when they eventually give in and eat these foods, they then have a tendency to overindulge on these foods, which then sets them back. Whereas if they had just included these foods on a regular occasion within their diet, they wouldn't crave them so much, they would make their fat loss phase a lot more enjoyable. And so therefore, they would end up in a deficit for a longer period of time, therefore enabling them to see results. There are plenty of examples of people who eat sugary treats or things like chocolate and cake and not only lose body fat but are able to maintain it. In fact, I'd go so far to say as the ones who include these things and can do so comfortably are the ones who are more able to maintain their results long term because they don't get these intense cravings, they don't have any guilt around these foods and so therefore they're able to enjoy bits of them and not overindulge or splurge or binge on them, which then means that they don't end up in a really big caloric surplus. So yeah, bit of a bit of a rant there, bit of a side note, but again, I think that it's important to note. And I would say that if you feel these sorts of feelings towards foods, then I would definitely explore that and start looking into that because it could be what is holding you back. In fact, the last podcast episode was about this specific subject. So I'm not going to go into it too much there because you can hop back to the previous episode and give it a listen. And if you would like to talk to someone about this, then I am always available and I love talking about this stuff. So please feel free to chuck me a message. But for now, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you're all having a wonderful week and I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. Hope you're really enjoying this wonderful weather that we're having, even though it is hotter than Satan's armpit. Remember to stay hydrated and until next time, take care.